welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. This is Dr. Jay Calvert, and I am here at the end of the closed calamity Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Lockdown with Dr. Millicent Ravello. Dr. Ravello, how does it feel to be out of the lockdown phase of this COVID-19 Calamity? I think you called it calamity. Uh, It's a calamity. (laughs) It feels pretty darn good. You know why? This means I can go to a store and buy new clothes and shoes. (laughs) In person. (laughs) You and I have a very different view of what the ending of this means. I, I... that I didn't even think about that. I mean, before that, you had to drop it off curbside, pick it up. Might as well order online. Like, Absolutely. What's the point? Well, that's interesting. I was thinking it was good to get back to surgery, but whatever. I'm down. Oh, yeah. I mean, that too. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to go buy some clothes in honor of you just because you said so. I'm going to go show up and be like, I am here. I'm going to go to Dick's Sporting Goods because that's where the only place I shop. And I'm going to get some new running shorts and some sort of hoodie. I appreciate that. There you go. That's my that's my shopping spree. So we're going to talk a little bit today about laser liposuction. Yes. Even though we've talked about liposuction before, there's been an intense interest in laser liposuction because of some of the posts that have been occurring on our Instagram accounts. Yeah. So you had a big one, I think, recently where you did basically full body lipo of a patient and then you did some fat transfer as well. And she had some outstanding results. Yeah. And that has garnered a lot of interest uh, along with the arms that I'm doing with the laser lipo because that has been a huge win. Uh, And also then the fat grafting that you can use with the laser lipo. Yes. For completeness sake, I do need to mention that I am a luminary for all my lasers who makes the laser that I use. And I was, uh, I've been using this laser now for a lot of years. And it's basically the same, same kind of technique that I really haven't changed since I got the thing, which is basically it's a diode laser, which means that when you're lasering and you're liposuctioning simultaneously, very different than smart lipo, which I think is also a good device. But with smart lipo, you liposuction and then you use the laser to treat the areas afterwards. This one, you're lasering while you're suctioning. Um, And I find that this is a lot easier to use. It's very safe. Um, Touch wood, I haven't had any kind of, uh, you know, any kind of burns or anything like that. But it has definitely caused the skin to retract and shrink a lot more than any other device I've used. And that's the whole point of it. Any type of liposuction machine you use will do the job of liposuction, which is to remove fat by means of some kind of suction device. Through a cannula, Through a, a can- long straight yeah. tube of some, t- right. some sort a of small diameter. Instrument, yeah, that removes the fat. And it can get confusing because there are a lot of devices out there and they all are very proprietary and they have all these cute names. So it's hard for patients to sort of understand what's what. But one of the main problems that we have with liposuction is that you can sometimes be left with looser skin after liposuction, especially if you had loose skin to start out with. And where we see this particularly as a problem is, like you said, in the arms. And most people do not want to put a scar on their arms to remove skin. So having a device that tightens skin at the same time as removing the fat is very helpful. Yeah, the uh, the arms are tough. The, the lower abdomen is tough. A lot of times you have to wind up taking skin off with an incision, you know, from hip to hip, like a tummy tuck or a mini. Yeah. Um, but with the laser, I've been, 
I've been able to really get a lot of retraction with this technique. And it is like all things in surgery, and I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Surgery is like a technical specialty. It's all about how you do it. It's not, oh, I'm going to go and you know buy some liposuction and it's going to be good no matter who I get it from. That's not true because it, this is a very technical specialty. And the reason that people go to certain people for certain things is because they do a lot of it, they get great results, and they're consistent results over and over again. You don't want to like roll the dice and go and be the first laser lipo patient right. for right. the guy that just finished his residency. That that's that's very tricky when new devices and new surgeons meet. I, I find it to be, uh, you know, it, it can be done, but it, you have to be safe about it. It's really it's really hard. These devices are hard to use. And I think it is important at this juncture to sort of talk about, like you mentioned, the smart lipo because in when you say laser lipo. Everybody just assumes that it's smart lipo. Correct. And there's a certain technique and um, advertising that goes along with smart lipo. So I guess the important thing people always want to know is can you do it awake? Because everyone always seems to do smart lipo awake. I don't know. It's a little bit different with this device. I mean, you can. You You can. You could. But that's not its selling point. It's not awake conscious lipo. Well, first of all, Alma Lasers is the worst advertising laser company on earth they, they couldn't they can't market anything i probably do more marketing for them with this podcast than anything else just telling everybody that i'm a luminary for them but their lasers are amazing the technologists at alma lasers are incredibly gifted and they have the just the best laser boxes the energy that they generate see the way laser medicine works and this is hard for people to understand laser medicine is taking collimated light, light with a uniform wavelength, and it is attracted to some type of chromophore. That's why it's a color. It, it is, it's either white, like water, CO2, or it's red, like a ruby laser, and you use a ruby to, uh, to fire at red things like veins and, and capillaries. And so the way laser medicine works is you have to get a uniform energy that is produced from the fiber, from your laser device, that you can reliably count on so that you can reliably get the same results. And that's where I found this company, Alma, to be particularly gifted because the way that they process the crappy electric that comes from the Beverly Hills power station, which comes in, if you put a meter into our outlets, you'll find that the variance of what's coming out of that outlet is so great that if you counted on that for your energy, you would not know how much energy you're delivering to your patient. So what a laser box does is it processes the energy coming out of the outlet and then pushes it through the the crystal. And in this case, it's a diode laser so that you get a uniform delivery of energy. And that's how you can reliably get the reliable results. There are other companies, which will remain nameless, that I've found that their, their reliability on the energy processing is not good. And that's why I've, I've stuck with these. I agree a thousand percent. I do a decent amount of lasers with the Alma technology for the face, for IPLs, photofacials, our pixel lasers. And so I agree. I love the products. I think they definitely produce reliable results each time. Why and are they not sponsoring this podcast? I, I like, where's that? This is like what is this? Like, this is like, you know right what? Here. You know, Alma, if you're listening, you guys need the, like, we need, this podcast needs a sponsor other than the Rock Spa, which, you know, the Rock Spa is great, but happens to be self-sponsored. We need, Alma's got to come in here. Come on. But it's true. They, and the, it, this isn't just blowing sunshine up their butts. This is, this is really about the technology because 
we want our patients to be safe. That's why yeah. we. That's why you choose certain products, and we are the snobbiest of tech snobs around. Oh, super snobby. I'm super. I, Just I, in general. I passed on so many devices that people are like, oh, I have, uh, what about this? Why don't you have that? And I just say, because it sucks. That's why I don't have it. There are and a I hate lot to say it, of devices but, that just suck. Right. And if it's not in my office, <laughs> you can promise I've seen it. I, I mean, yeah. there's no doubt that it was brought here, that we trialed it for a week. Yeah. And if I don't have it, it's because it sucks. Yeah. And there's a lot of those. <laughs> but there's a lot of companies that are really good at direct-to-consumer marketing. Amazing. So that's why the patients come in asking for particular devices, and they get kind of snobby, and they're like, ugh, you don't have that device. Like, what kind of doctor are you? <laughs> I'm a smart doctor, and I'm not going to waste my money and hurt you. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what it comes down to. And this isn't about you know trying to disparage any other thing. We're talking about laser liposuction, why it's important. So hopefully this has been helpful for you. The, the reason that people have gained this interest because they do see the results. I mean, we have a patient here who works here, but she's a patient. She paid for her surgery. It was not, that was not sponsored surgery and her Instagram posts and everything have really gotten everybody's interest up because she looks like a skinny girl. She looks amazing. She looks great. I mean, she is like a skinny girl and she wasn't like heavy or anything like that. She just was trying to like reshape her body and exercise can only do so much. Diet can only do so much at a certain age. And she's not old or anything like that. We all know that like as you get older, it gets harder and harder to change the shape of your body. And this is a and, – and I have I actually have some stuff to talk about about weight loss and liposuction, which we'll do probably on another podcast. But but what I see is that when you jumpstart the, the fitness kind of transformation with a, a laser lipo like that, it changes their lives and they do they do turn into a transformed person and their and their body shape changes absolutely and i think jump starting it is a good way of putting it because i've had many patients who were kind of stuttering along with their weight loss goals they had the liposuction and it really just clicked something in them to commit to the healthy eating and the exercise because now it was fun before when they were working out or trying to diet and they weren't seeing any changes it's like what's why am i doing all this work for nothing but now that they have the body that they want they're super committed to keeping it and to making it better totally strict theory this is what i think happens and this is not not what's happening and i haven't tested or anything but i think when you liposuction somebody you activate their fat totally okay so you get you get things going so that when they do put their energy yep. and their their activity to it and their diet and everything else that right. they're doing it's activated yeah. you've 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 created a very you know injured state of the of the fat that's now healing so it's it's got different growth factors it's got different tr- like things are changing and then you hit it with a different diet and and an exercise yep. regimen so now now it does mobilize yeah, you like you woke it up you yeah. woke those fat cells up and they're not like sitting quiet chilling kick back anymore total theory they're I, like oh yeah i'm supposed to be doing something <laughs> right. i haven't done pcr gene expression <laughs> experiments to see if that's true but it would be interesting no, to see that no i totally that. believe it like i'm on board with that i i have seen that and i theoretically could see how it's possible yeah that that is just my what i see happens and 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 so I, when people say I, I want to kind of do this to jumpstart things, I say it's a great idea. Yeah, I absolutely. don't say oh that's you know this is no. not a weight loss method. Well, it, it isn't a weight loss method itself, right. but it is a way to to it's another tool in the toolbox of how to transform your body. Right. You can't stay at home and continue to eat your Doritos and your Pepsi and consider this your weight loss method. No, it's in conjunction with everything else that you're doing. Right, and doing doing the right you know making sure your vitals are. are good and you're if you have you know any diabetes issues right, and hypertension right, right. all those things you're managing all that 
which I will mention that the cherry crack that I made, <laughs> the dessert that appeared on uh, on Instagram on Sunday, was not helpful to the diet and exercise portion of this podcast. Or your state of insulin and no, diabetes. Absolutely not. Because that, <laughs> not that, that you have if that. I, if, I, if, I, if I did have diabetes, <laughs> or, or if I was close, I, I, I did after that. But uh, thanks to Mark Rothman, all-star anesthesiologist, who shared the recipe for what my children... So my children didn't like the name Cherry Crack. Hmm. Because Elle thought it sounded like butt crack. Butt crack. <laughs> so, so we couldn't call it... We can't call it Cherry Crack when she's around. I guess a good thing that your children don't have crack as a frame right. of well, reference. They did, they, she didn't really understand what that it was a drug and that it was addictive and that's what it is. So she renamed it the Deconstructed Cherry Pie a la mode, which is really what it wow, is. Wow, that sounds fancy. Very fancy. Yeah. And for the 10-year-old to come up with that one, I was like, all right, okay. Deconstructed Cherry Pie a la mode by Mark Rothman. <laughs> so the cherry crack, which we just found, like, because it is so addictive, like you eat it and it's just... And I'm not like a cherry person. Like, you know, yeah, I don't right, say right. like, oh, I'd really like something cherry, but... Man, these this thing is just crazy. Um, so the recipe, I, I can't share it because uh, I, I don't know if I have permission from him. But Copyrights. if he does, it, it is it is really good, especially some vanilla ice cream. Forget it. Um, so, so go eat some cherry crack. Give us a call afterwards, <laughs> and when you're ready to start your diet, we got the laser lipo. It's all it's all. It. <laughs> what else do we need to talk about with the laser lipo complications? Uh, complications with laser liposuction. Seroma is the one that, you know, I, I just haven't seen that too much with the laser. I've seen it a lot with power assist. I've had some seromas right. with power assisted. I, I don't think I can think of a seroma I had with laser lipo particularly, but it is potentially a, comp- a complication where you get a fluid collection under the skin. You got to needle it out to get rid of the fluid. Yeah. Um, bruising is pretty minimal with laser because yeah. you're because you're sealing the blood vessels with the laser. You don't get like crazy bruising. No, I think the complications of laser lipo are going to be similar to liposuction that you have with most other techniques. I guess you could get burns. You know, I, you I've seen can. it with smart lipo and not to disparage smart I've lipo. I've seen it with it's smart a, lipo, yeah. It, it's, a good te- it's a good technique, but I think because you're just doing the laser by itself, you have a higher risk of like dinging the skin yeah. and getting burns. But um, I haven't seen that with my with this one. And, I, and smart lipo is a good procedure. It's a super expensive laser. It's crazy expensive, but it really does the same thing as this where you're shrinking the skin. I just think ours is better because I like the concept of lasering while, while, while suctioning. Yeah, it's just, yeah. to I me, think it makes more sense. I think that is really what helps prevent the burns because you're constantly moving. You're moving tissues around. You're moving fat around. You're moving the fluid around. So there's way more things absorbing the laser than just the skin. Right, and I, and I don't want to... Like smart lipo is not a bad procedure. It is a good procedure and it's a good laser and it's a good company and all those things. It just, I, I passed on it because I didn't, I thought it was unsafe for me to, to, you know, get in there with a, with a laser and light laser the skin. <laughs> I just didn't like it. This I love because the, the fiber is protected. It's in the cannula and you're, yeah. you're lasering while you're doing it. Um, but yeah, then you see the skin retraction. It does take time to heal at a month. It's great. At three months, it's really great. And at six months, if you do the diet and exercise thing and wear the compression you know, for the first six to eight weeks, the, the results are really spectacular. And that's been our patients' experience. They love it, and we love it. So uh, that's where we're staying with it because I, I don't think they've changed that laser since it came out. I, I know they've added some you know, cool features to yeah. it. And you can use the fat for fat grafting. It's yes. great oh, yeah. for that's fat grafting. Good, good adjunct, yeah. Yeah, super clean fat. Um, it, it's, it's it really takes, nice. it holds. Yeah. yeah I've, been, I've been very pleased with it. 
And uh, yeah, I think that's where we are in the laser light. I think we got it. So Anybody are you are you on? are you eating your cherry crack? Are you saying you're on the table for the next round of laser lipo? I am. No, I, <laughs> I, I like after I ate that, I was like, that's it. This is over. I mean, it, you know, it was like it, it so interesting that Kate was like, I want to bake some stuff. I was like, I've never baked anything in my life. I'm going to call Dr. Rothman and bake that cherry crack that he brings whenever we work together. And it's and uh, he gave me the recipe and we made it. Of course, I didn't make it with Kate. Elle jumped in there a little bit with her chemistry goggles on and helped out. But we. Uh, we really loved it. It was like, it, it's such, it's so delicious and so like rare to have something like that. It, it's, it's crazy good. It's cherry crack. It, and it's addictive. That's why. There it is. Um, but we'll call it the de- deconstructed cherry <laughs> pie for, for a, la a la mode. Very good. Well, in that case, this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is brought to you by Rock Spa. This is MediSpa, located both in Beverly Hills and Newport Beach, providing services such as Botox, fillers, lasers, and all therapy, as well as hydrofacials and all the aesthetic products you could possibly need. It's run by the medical director, me, Dr. Jay Calvert. RockSpa Beverly Hills is located at 120 South Spalding Drive in Suite 340, Beverly Hills, 90212. The phone number there is 310-777-0496. And Rockspawn Newport Beach is located at 1617 West Cliff Drive, Newport Beach, California, 92660. The phone number there is 949-640-1111. You can go to their respective websites, rockspawnewportbeach.com or rockspawbeverlyhills.com. Rockspa was created to help my patients maintain their aesthetic beauty in between whatever operations they have throughout their lives. It's something that allows patients to come in, get their facials, skin treatments, take care of all the Botox fillers and lasers that they need to keep up their beauty. And if they've invested in any of the aesthetic operations I perform, it's the way to maintain those operations. If you mention this podcast... You will get the member's pricing for your hydrofacial. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is the way that Dr. Ravello and I talk about the issues that are important to us in plastic surgery, but there's nothing better than getting to take care of our patients and do plastic surgery. Our practices are located in Beverly Hills, and I also have a satellite office in Newport Beach. You can learn about my practice at drcalvert.com. And you can reach my office by calling 310-777-8800, and that will get you an appointment either in Beverly Hills or at the Newport Beach office. My practice is located in Beverly Hills. Our office phone number is 310-954-1355. You can also contact us directly through the website, which is rovelloplasticsurgery.com. We look forward to seeing you in the office for some aesthetic tune-ups.